Hello, my name is Tabby. I'm Michael. I'm Alden. I'm Zane. I'm Myra. I'm Ryan. I'm Valeria. I'm Sierra. And welcome to The Den. We wanted to do a holiday special while including different traditions that people celebrate during December. So we found people from the Ozarks who celebrate various holidays. And though the beliefs may differ, the spirit is very much the same. Hanukkah is the celebration of light for the Maccabees' victory over the Greek emperor Antiochus. We talked with Bill Floyd about what Hanukkah means to him and other members of his faith. Now this is, uh, part isn't, exact, isn't in the Bible, uh, the Old Testament, but more the Talmud. Um, so the temple was attacked and uh, the J- Israelites were left, you know, desecrated and without oil and stuff and we thought we'd run out of oil for our lamps and we'd just be left in the dark and in the cold but uh miraculously oil in one lamp in the ruins of the temple um lasted for eight nights and that's where the eight night celebration comes from along with uh lighting the menorah hanukkah is celebrated by five percent of americans to put this in perspective that is about 17 million people However, that is only a fraction of the amount of people in 21 different countries that celebrate this holiday. Um, Hanukkah celebrates uh, togetherness and family, as well as uh, the Lord providing for us. Hanukkah is celebrated on the 25th day of Kislev, the 11th Hebrew month, and lasts eight nights. Um, Yeah, which is also the title of an Adam Sandler movie about Hanukkah with eight crazy nights which is pretty fun. Uh, we're required by law since we have no other holiday movies to watch that eight times in a row. That's, I'm kidding, that's not true. People in the Jewish community participate in many different activities during Hanukkah, such as spinning the dreidel and baking Hanukkah donuts. We play uh, dreidel, um, which is like sort of like a gambling Beyblade in a way, whereas it's a top and it's a square top, and on each side is a different letter of the Jewish alphabet. And you spin it, and the children will bet with, like, chocolate coins on which side will land facing up. And uh, that's always fun. Everyone uh, bears a gift for everyone else in the family. Um, one gift per person on each night. You know, uh, yeah. So... I would get, if I had five family members, I would get five, uh, you know, kind of small gifts. And uh, on the first night, give them to them. Second night, do the same, that sort of thing. And uh, each night, you light one of the candles. Uh, first, you always light the middle one. I think there's some special name, uh, Sharim, if I'm not mistaken. And you take that, and you light the first candle. There's uh, four candles on each side of the Sharim. And then the second night, the two candles, and four, uh, three, and then so on. In the morning, I'll come out and I'll sit on my porch, and I'll watch the dew as it evaporates off the grass. I'll listen to the trees as they talk to me, and they do. And if you listen, you can hear it. The wind blows through them and whispers. 
I can go by a creek. You go by a creek, you go, ooh, maybe fish, maybe not. I can hear it. The creek talks to me, sits there, chuckles, it laughs, and it passes by so many things. And you can, you can feel that. And that's basically my definition of a pagan. I'm someone who's more in tune to the nature. Today, we barely hear anything about paganism and what they celebrate. We're here with Steve Watt, who is going to help shed some light on said topic. That's one of the eight holidays through the year on the Wheel of the Year. We also do espats, which are the full moons. Now, some will do new moons. You know, we, we, there's many different groups, and we all do things our own way. But we do tend to follow, like I said, the, the Wheel of the Year, which was Samhain and, and Yule. The next one after that would be uh, Beltane, February 2nd. Again, about every six weeks. They consist of four major Sabbaths and four uh, cross days. So. wintertime, like you said, the, the longest night of the year, obviously the shortest day. What people don't realize, especially in this area here, is because as time goes on, the days seem to get colder and that. But each day after the 21st is a few minutes longer. The days get longer at that time and the world becomes to waken up again. And we find that kind of important. We burn Yule logs. Uh, in, in the Christian religion, when you take down your Christmas tree, you're supposed to save the log for the next year. And that's the Yule log. We usually use one that's been sitting out for a while. We'll have uh, cakes and ale at a, at a Sabbath, which can be anything, of course, you know. Sometimes it'll be mead, and sometimes it'll be grape juice, and sometimes it'll be mold cider you know the basically a lot of the familiar winter festival things the holiday season isn't just celebrated in the states which is why we collected viewpoints from around the globe an american child and a member of the orthodox faith many countries who celebrate winter holidays celebrate it differently than americans do but they also celebrate it more similar than you think. Winter holidays are different in other countries, but it is still preferred to spend this time with close friends and family. When I was younger, it was always with my family. I have a older brother, so it was just my parents and my brother and I. And we always uh, celebrate Christmas because that's a really, really big tradition in France. Something that I've never heard of here is called Bifana. And it's like a witch. She's like depicted as like super ugly and super scary. And she usually comes on the night between January 5th and January 6th. In different places around the world, there's usually a myth revolving around a person or creature that can symbolize the season. Where I live, there's a tradition that's called Rampus. I live close to the mountains, like the Alps, in Italy. 
in a lot of villages with like 500 people and villages that like barely exist on the map they have like this tradition of people dressing up as like monsters and they like run around these little villages and like hit people but they actually do like it's i've been to like a krampus like walk one time and i was terrified because they actually they're actually pretty violent like they try not to like hurt people but they do run after people and like scream and they're wearing masks and they're really really scary so that's something that you like it, it's celebrated around christmas time usually growing up in france really nothing much i mean obviously we knew about santa which we call father christmas the way the british do difference with the french is that he puts the gift in shoes and uh, we have songs about that. The way people celebrate their traditions may be surprising, while others can be quite common, like family dinner. The most uh, traditional thing is, obviously, to have Christmas Mass at midnight, and because the majority of French people are Catholic, everybody's used, every French town has a church, and those are all churches with bells. So we usually hear the bells at midnight. Uh, that's something that growing up was just a part of life. Everybody knew that the, the, the church bells were going to ring at midnight on Christmas Eve. Originally, the majority of people would go to church uh, who were Catholic at midnight, so they would have a big supper after midnight with the whole family. That's the most important family meal tradition that we have of the whole year. It's Christmas Eve dinner. Around major holidays, people become excited because this is the time to celebrate with family. I would say it's just a really nice time to like stay close, like be close to family, which I don't usually have a lot of time to do during like the year because. I'm always like either studying or like have practice or like I'm hanging out with friends. So whenever I have the upper, like it's a really nice time to just hang out with people that you don't usually hang out with, especially like grandparents and like aunts and uncles and cousins. Well, the way I see it for me is, you know, has always been associated with uh, the, you know, religious aspect of it. Uh, because in French, you know, we call it Noël and Noël is a, a, a word or a phrase that the French would, to, would use in medieval times to say, hooray, wonderful, it's just a, a way to express joy. Uh, but it was a, you know, a term that became uh, very religious uh, to express uh, you know, the, the, the feeling around Christmas. The Western Hemisphere has many traditions involving caroling, Santa, and the hatred of the cold. I know jingle bells. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle bells. I know Santa. Um, he gives presents. I know trees. I know that Christmas trees. <laughs> and the ornaments. And that's chilly. That's cold, basically. <laughs> Oftentimes, we don't consider the true gift of Christmas, love and family. I don't know. Probably just love. <laughs> My mom and my dad and Stella and Myra and Grandma and Grandma and Grandma and Emily and my cats. It's hard to avoid the joys of Christmas when you remember to have fun. I like them to enjoy having fun. <laughs> Honestly, that's, that's, yeah. <laughs> My name is Angelina Fusa, and I'm from Russia. Traditionally, in Russia, New Year's is more celebrated than Christmas. We celebrate Christmas on January 7th.
We celebrate Christmas with our family and family friends. We usually get together and have dinner. One of our beloved Christmas traditions is to go out caroling. We sing or say poems and get candy in return. New Year's is a bit different. We get together, we c uh, cook traditional Russian foods like all of our salad, hanging under the fur coat, polmeni, or Caesar salad. We celebrate and then we exchange gifts after dinner. These are different traditions, but my family generally only goes caroling and exchange gifts during these holidays. during these holidays. I celebrate with my grandparents, my mom and my dad, and my two younger sisters. My favorite holiday is definitely New Year's because it's the holiday that brings my family closer. We spend a lot of time together we decorate, we make cookies, and celebrate by watching New Year's movies. To me, that's the best holiday of the year. Today, we're talking about uh, Christmas traditions, and I happen to stumble upon the 13 Yule Lads of Iceland. So it all, so what I've gathered so far, it all kind of starts with this one lady. Her name's Grilla. Might be Gorilla. Gr gorilla. Gorilla. So what she does, she lives up in like the mountains or something, and she collects whispers throughout the year about children around like the, around Iceland. And if they've been like bad or good. And if you've been bad, she kind of hunts you down. And she's like, I'm going to eat you. Like Krampus? 
Kind of like Krampus, I'd say. Fun. Interesting. And she shares the mountain with her pet cat, the Christmas cat. Does the Christmas cat also eat kids? It does also eat kids. Oh, Lord. And then she has 13 kids, and they're all dudes. That's a lot of kids to have to even deal with all yeah. the time. But they're, they're called the Yule Lads, and they're little mischievous little goblins that visit children over, like, a 13-day period. They have uh, hard-to-say names, too. So we're just going to use the English uh, translation of these names. Um, so the first one's name is she- Sheep Colt Claude. And what does he do? What do you think he does? Well, I mean, a Claude is an idiot and the most common sense of the term. So I'm guessing he's a, li- he's a little bit dumb and uh, also does something to sheep. So he harasses sheep, as you said. And he is, but he's impaired by peg legs. How do you harass sheep while having peg legs? Um, I'm not sure, but he does it. Um, there's Gulligok is the second one. What? Gulligok. That is such a name. He hides in gullies, waiting for a chance to sneak into cow sheds and steal milk. Don't we all? I mean, really and truly. Aren't we all just waiting for a chance to steal a bottle of milk and run away? Um, and then we have Stubby. What do you, what do you, what do you think he does? I think he's short. They call him Stubby. Yep, he's, he's got... usually short. Um, he steals pans to eat the crust left on them. I'm sorry, he eats crusty pans? He eats, like, the crust left on pans for, like, pie pans, I would assume. Oh, okay. Pie pans. That makes more sense. I was thinking like just like an iron skillet. And then we got my far my by far my favorite spoon liquor. Spoon liquor. Oh, such a name. Spoon liquor. That's that's what we call my mom when we're making cookie dough and she comes in and steals cookie dough. Spoon liquor. He steals porvor, a type of wooden spoon with a long handle to lick and it's extremely thin due to malnutrition. Because he only licks spoons. As someone considering maybe just feeding the 13 lads and maybe they would go away instead of just letting them ravage the town. Just rampage for like 13 days. And then we got a bowl liquor. (laughs) (laughs) Spoon liquor's immediate brother, bowl liquor. Um... And he hides under beds waiting for someone to put down their ascura, a bowl with a lid used instead of like dishes, um, which he steals. He'll steal them. He'll steal your bowls. And then we have Skyer Gobbler. He likes Skyer, it's called, an Icelandic dairy product similar to yogurt. I love yogurt. I, can I be friends with this guy? I'm a bad, That's actually just me. It's me. It, it's, just, it's just Haley. I'm eating all the yogurt. Exactly. Um, we have Sausage Swiper, another one of my favorites. Swiper, no swiping. Sausage Swiper. He just he hides in rafters and snatches sausages being smoked. I mean, what a dream. Absolutely. I think that is my dream job. I'm no longer going to college. I'm going to become one of the 13 Yule lads and steal sausage. We got Window Peeper. He peeks into windows in search of things to steal. They all just like to steal things. 
we just got to give them presents now. Are they just birds? Are they large birds, perhaps? And then we got Doorway Sniffer. He has an abnormally large nose and has a acute sense of smell to locate a traditional Icelandic bread. Why is he called Doorway Sniffer if he needs bread? What is... We got two more of them. So we got Meat Hook. He, he uses hooks to steal meat, so... Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> um, and then we have a uh, candle stealer. What do you think he does? I'm, I'm going to go with uh, steals candles, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, yeah, he steals candles from children. So those are the Ulets, and that is what I have found about them. What, what are your takeaways from this? I think maybe they're just hungry street urchins that have just been terrorizing Iceland. Like, are they all over Iceland? Are they magical street urchins? Maybe, maybe just, uh, just feed them a little bit and give them a few shiny things and maybe they'll go away. That's what I do with my brother. Well, thank you for the interview. It was nice talking to you. It was nice talking to you too. depending on where they live and what culture they're a part of, will um, observe different types of holidays. So Buddhists in East Asia, um, places like China, Japan, Korea, um, parts of Southeast Asia, will celebrate something that is called Bodhi Day. And it's a holiday that commemorates when the Buddha was said to have um, been enlightened, when he was sitting under the Bodhi tree, and the, the term Bodhi means awakening or enlightenment. It's another Buddhist holiday that is observed by some Buddhists in Southern Asia, such as in Sri Lanka, um, and it is sometimes referred to as Sangha Mitra Day, um, and Sangamitra was said to have been um, one of the early Buddhist nuns. And she traveled from India to Sri Lanka carrying a branch from the Bodhi tree that was planted in Sri Lanka. Um, she also arrived to help ordain women to become Buddhist nuns. So she was an important historical figure for um, helping to establish um, Buddhism in the island of Sri Lanka, as well as to help spread the Bodhi tree um, to other parts of Asia. So her holiday is celebrated in places like Sri Lanka on December 26th. For, For Buddhists, Bodhi Day signifies um, one of the most important events in the history of their religion, which is to say when the Siddhartha Gautama actually became the Buddha. And so when he attained his awakening, his Bodhi, if you, if you will, um, 
This is when he realized what Buddhists believe is the path to liberation from, from suffering and death. And so I think for, for Buddhists who observe Bodhi Day, um, it is a way to recall what is really a foundational event for their religious tradition. We hope you enjoyed this exploration of the holidays from all faiths, places, and people. From all of us in the DIN, Happy Holidays! Holidays!